ready, Jim? I'm ready. I just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Show me the money. Oh, you didn't know? Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. You put my shoes on, you wouldn't last a mile. Summertime, wintertime, money grind. Yeah, I got the ring. I'm the champ. I'm the genie of the lamp. This is the gift I was given, so I just live by my hustle. Pocket, it don't make sense, but don't make a profit. So the hustle, ladies and homies, make money, make money, money, money. I want to find a thing to save my life. So I hustle, hustle. It ain't over for me. No, it ain't over for me. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. Okay, go smoke that joint. What up, what up? What is going down, everybody? And oh shit, look who's on. (laughs) (laughs) You made it. Let's get it. What's up, Antonio? Look who's in the building. Hey, my car. Yeah, Jeff Hardy in the building. <laughs> what up, Antonio? You made it, bro. Got the got the drop for you just in time. I was just killed someone. And dang it, and uh, you're I I don't have the sting music yet. You're one of the ones that I don't have <laughs> right now, so I, I apologize. <laughs> no problem. I do got a few. Uh, I got I got about eight of us uh, set up. So when we talk about some picks, I'll uh, I'll drop some of the music. And so for everybody who's watching right now, we're gonna be breaking down round two and three, a little bit of round four. Also, got a got a startup dynasty league going. Stu, what up, bro? Stu's in the building. And who is Stu? Stu is I got I. I'll have all this down, but oh, he's Hulk. I don't have Hulk either, and I got, I got, I got the NWO Hulk and the American, uh, and the whatever the hell his gimmick was when he was the American hero. Oh, Francisco's in the building. I do got, I do got Mysterio though. <laughs> there we go. Oh, and here we go. Jay's in the building. What up, bro? And dang it, who is Jay's? Oh, Jay's got one of the best ones. Too cool was the shit. Man, Rikishi took him to the next level, though. So it was funny. (laughs) When I posted our, our wrestler draft, a lot of people were hating on the Rikishi pick, but... I don't know. Maybe there would be some people that I'd pick over him for sure, but I don't know how anyone can hate on Rikishi. He was uh, he was the man for a while. I wanted mankind. That fall in the seat killed. <laughs> and who ended up getting mankind? Oh, that was Kid Flash. Would have been my pick. <laughs> Oh, 
<laughs> Snatched him up, man. You fell you fell asleep at the wheel, bro. <laughs> Best out with the phone in my hand. Waiting. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. There we go. Jay. Hey, there we go. 619 vibe, baby. <laughs> oh shit. There we go. Corey's in the building. What up, bro? <laughs> what up? Um, I snuck in a little 2K game. I didn't know if I had finished in time. So a little bit of overlap here, but we're here. <laughs> nice. All right. So let's see where are we starting. So we're starting round, we're starting round two. I took the first pick in round two. So it's crazy. I, I mean, I, I'm sure some other people are on here who were on here last time, but I had the top three picks in each of the rounds. I traded up and got Patrick Mahomes. And then first pick in the second round ended up snatching up Aaron Rodgers. So you already know. Best QB duo for sure for the next couple years. And just, it just is what it is. I wanted to make sure that I went QB heavy. And oh, shit, here we go. Stu's coming on. Stu, what up? QB heavy. And oh, shit, here we go. Stu's uh, coming on. That's nope. <laughs> a little bit of echo. Uh, Stu, um, mute. if you got the video up, make sure you mute it. Leave the video on, but just no, mute it. We're good. I muted the TV. My bad. All right, cool. There we go. Grady, <laughs> what up, bro? Yep, a whole crew's in the building. It's going to be a dope live stream, and we got a bunch of drops. Sorry, Stu, I don't know if you heard it, but don't have the Hulk drop right now. Yeah, no, but, I, 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 I was listening. I was just getting my shit together. <laughs> Perfect. Francisco, Buyaka, Buyaka. I'll keep playing that all day. I love it. Ray Mysterio repping the 619. All right. So I got Aaron Rodgers. I, I best QB duo in the league, hands down. I don't even know if it's going to be close. And we know Aaron Rodgers. Who knows? Maybe he plays as long as Brady. Maybe he does play until his uh, 43-44. We shall see. Hey, Corey, you want to help me moderate this a little bit since I know you didn't pick any of the picks. You're not in this league, but I um, want you to be involved a little bit. So I'm going to smoke this bowl right now. Let's get it. <laughs> and uh, why don't we read off a couple of the, couple of the next uh, – Next picks, we can talk about Jonathan Taylor, how he somehow slipped to 2-2 in a dynasty. I mean, we can talk about Jonathan Taylor, but, I mean, I think the steal of the second round has got to be Saquon Barkley, man. Like, there are a couple guys in the in the first round that I would take and Saquon Barkley over. So, I mean, let's just start there. Like, I know, I know Vinny ain't here or anything, but – I mean, DeAndre Swift's, like, he's a solid dude, but, I mean, I don't know. Like, I mean, if we're talking, like, the rookies that perform this year, Taylor's definitely over Swift. And, like, I would even take Barkley over Dalvin Cook. Like, I know it sounds crazy, but I like Barkley as my number two running back in Dynasty behind McCaffrey. So, that's the first thing I see out of that second round is how Barkley slipped past the first round. And who picked up Barkley? (laughs) 
Francisco, <laughs> fucking killing it. And uh, MathQuest, do you have the trade pulled up so you can uh, tell us what the exact trade was for him to get Barkley at that yeah. pick? Um, let's see here. For Eric. It was Francisco and Brother Roz. Francisco. <clears throat> I believe it was the third the thir- third trade of the, trade? of the startup. Oh, okay, it's way down there. I'm sorry. Okay, so um Brother Roz, he received uh round 2.09, um, round 7.09, and then he sent to uh Francisco round 2.03 and round 8.10. Okay, so he dropped six spots in the second round, and then he raised a round from eight to seven, pretty much. Yeah, um, I I don't I don't really personally like the DeAndre Swift pick right there. Um, yeah, uh, for sure, um, the hustler has the best uh, quarterback combo um jonathan taylor saquon barkley to me it's just kind of like personal preference i think jonathan taylor is going to be amazing i'd actually i'd prefer jonathan taylor um i think that he has a longer shelf life and i think he's nearly as talented as saquon barkley and then number four pick in the round you can't go wrong with that and it was dylan Alvin Kamara slipping to the second. This league is a little bit QB heavy, you know, when it comes to the scoring, and it's a super flex league, so that's why nine out of the 12 picks in the first round were QBs. It's just crazy, though, the the three running backs that we just talked about in the second round are pretty much, you know, close to top five in a lot of dynasty drafts that I'm seeing just because everything's all running back heavy, you know, or – QBs don't make a difference. Pretty much. Yeah, I mean, I've never played in a super flex league, but have you ever seen nine out of twelve quarterbacks go in the first round like that many? Like maybe a no. normal would be like seven, six or seven. So seeing it is kind of like a trend kind of started after you saw like maybe after Stu you could say like Lamar Herbert. Or I mean, maybe Lamar's probably guaranteed first rounder, but. Herbert Burrow and Dak Prescott going that early is is a little bit weird to see. Yeah, and it made me nervous because uh, I picked up I picked up CMC at the one hundred two, and I was worried about I wouldn't get a very good quarterback in the second round. But I was pleasantly surprised with my pick. But we'll get to that though. Not that I thought my crafter is a great pick. I would have I would have done the same thing as you. You know what I mean? It's normal to panic, you know, but. If anything, them getting a quarterback and you getting a running back, it's just like now you have a running back advantage over all the guys and they have a quarterback advantage. So it's, it's pretty much just a wash, you know, at that at that point. I mean, yes, quarterbacks right. have more points, but it's, it's, it's going to be a sacrifice no matter what goes. I mean, look at Hustler. I mean, you could say like, oh, you're worried about, oh, I don't have a quarterback that's reliable, but I mean, he doesn't even have a running back on the roster, so. <laughs> not yet, not yet. No running backs, no wide receivers as of now. So I was really nice 
when like it was the 302 pick, you know, when I had all three guys on my squad and nobody else had anybody else. But now I still have to wait a half around for my next pick. And there's some stacked teams right now. And my 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 three players, there are some teams that already have five players right now, and they're pretty stacked. And let's see. And then Derrick Henry rounding it out there. We had the little mini running back run right there after I picked Aaron Rodgers. And then we had the two wide receivers um, going back to back, Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill. Uh, Stu, what do, you, what do you think of the, the first the first half of the second second round? Because you were right after right after those guys. So talk about the picks before you and then talk about your pick. I think outside of Rodgers because ultimately I got to my QB2 option. I wanted Taylor. I wanted Barkley. I wanted Kamara. And not a knock on Henry, but kind of bothers me his usage. Same thing with Zeke. So thank you, Kid Flash, for taking Zeke and not forcing me to have to think about that one. Uh, AJ Brown, I love him. Oh wait, I'm I'm down on, on the bottom of my Devontae Adams, Tyreek. I mean, yeah, love all those. I love them except for your guy Rogers. I love him too, but I guess I, as a Cowboys fan, if you want to knock me on my Cowboys fan card, I. <laughs> I can't have Aaron Rodgers on my – bad enough having Jalen Hurts, the eagle, on my team. But <laughs> he, he's a young kid. I like his game. Rodgers, he's, he's stuck the knife in the end of our season and killed us in games too many times. I just can't have Rodgers on my team. So besides him, I wanted everybody that went before me. That was good picks by everybody, I think. Henry bothers me a little bit. Not because he's not good, but I'm worried about the usage and – him falling off that cliff after such a big year this year. Yeah. Contest Machine, what up, bro? Hit that like, all of you. Let's get it. Oh, Antonio dropped off. I know he was in the car. So we'll see uh, if he makes it back on or maybe he made it to his destination. Who knows? Fire it up, Contest Machine. Let's get smoking. You're not going to bust my balls about my first two picks? No. I, I like your first two picks. I love my first two picks. I, it, as a fan, uh, to see Dak go that early kind of kind of threw me off. I, I still, uh, with this being my first, I still kind of have some of that redraft mentality, and I just wasn't seeing Dak going that early. I'm not saying that Dak's not a good quarterback. I love my fucking quarterback. Uh, but thinking from a gambling aspect, from a advice perspective, I love Deshaun's game. Running is part of his game. Rushing is part of his game. Dak can rush when he has to. He's built like a fucking linebacker, but Deshaun rushes because he can. That's part of his game. And I posted the stats in that in our chat, uh, I think yesterday, pairing him against Pat Mahomes on Fantasy Pros. There's not much difference with Watson and Mahomes on Fantasy Pros, and I didn't have to trade any picks to get to Watson. I still might wind up with Dak, but that's another story for later on in the draft. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, with me, um, having I picked the one, the one twelve, obviously to have you know the advantage in the second and third round, and I was always planning to trade up. I had no idea that I'd be able to get the one hundred one, so that kind of threw things off a little bit as well because I wasn't expecting to be able to acquire it. 
but I had to do it. I mean, just oh, no, I mean, had to make some waves happen early. <laughs> for you, it's a little bit different. You can play straight down the board, not give a shit who's where, what, why, and when, because uh, you're pretty much a fan of everybody. You you didn't you don't have a true team like us because you got sick of San Diego, right? When they when they left San Diego and went to oh yeah, sick of the Chargers because I just won't cheer for any any LA teams. I just can't do it. Being from so San you're, Diego. You're, you're straight mercenary during the draft. You don't give a shit where they're coming from. It, yep. it, whereas I've got the cowboy bias and uh, Ant's got his jets, but he doesn't want jets. And then you got Francisco with whatever. Uh, I told you Zach wasn't the only cowboy available. And I wound up with CD in the third round. Clyde in the second round. I know some people might shake their head at that, but I picked Clyde in two out of my three redraft leagues that I've, that are that are my money leagues. I bought into the hype last year with Clyde. I picked him sixth in two out of three leagues. And it's the second year with the Kansas City Chiefs. Everything that we bought into the hype, we see it every year. You buy in a little bit more than you should to rookies. And with the COVID offseason, Andy Reid kind of working him in and working on that trust all season long. He'll have that trust this year and he's gonna be the RB one for Kansas City. I yeah, the talent's still there. The opportunity's still there. I am looking forward to Clyde making up last year to me for the next few years. 420, East Coast time. I mean, uh, Stu, I don't think C.D. Lamb is a bad pick by all. Maybe a little bit of your cowboy bias got in there. I mean, I honestly think that C.D. might have maybe been, been available on the end around, you know, like a lot of the other, I mean, maybe like, I mean, DK and D Hop, I like more than CD Lamb just because I, like, I like their situation better. But I don't know, like, I mean, you had maybe, was it eight picks like on the end around? And I mean, only two more, three more receivers went off the board. Like, I really think, I mean, you you took Ridley, right? Yeah. So only two more, not, not dealing with you. So you honestly could have gotten one of those guys that maybe you thought, was stronger too, like a Metcalf or D Hopper, something like that. So maybe it feels a little bit of reach. It just all depends, but that's my thinking on it. That they're going to be better than CD. And yeah, some of my bias in there, but let's let's look how the draft started. I went with Watson, expecting Prescott to circle back. Didn't see him going that early. So I kind of, I took that notch on my dynasty team, not having my guy Dak there. We did all those mock drafts. That's really that's really what I think swayed this draft a little bit. Doing all those mock drafts, everybody kind of saw quarterbacks were going early, and it just seemed like everyone. Well, not everyone. I mean, three people went against the grain. But but to my point about CD though, uh, another content creator that I that I trust that I've been watching for a while, kind of has him pegged at the four point one. As a Cowboys fan, Zeke went went ahead. So Dak's gone. Zeke's gone. Who's left on the team that I'm really excited about? We don't really care about tight ends, so picking Jarwin's not going to really do me a whole lot of good. CD was the only Cowboys offensive player left. The guy that I that I look at had him at about the four point one, so I paid a little bit extra in my mind to get him, but I have him for the next few years, and he's going to be our starting wide receiver, if not by the end of this year, moving forward next year. He's CD's a beast. I'm excited. I love CD. So yeah, yeah completely, completely I'd agree with that. CD than the guys you mentioned because he's on my team and I think he's on par with 
what they can produce as well going into year two and four. Yeah, I, 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 concur with, I like it. Yeah, I concur with 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 Corey. I I think it was a little bit of reach, not too much, but yeah. Um, I mean, CD he's going to share targets with Amari Cooper. Um, I think DK Metcalf and DeAndre Hopkins would have been better picks right there. Um, even even maybe like feels like the third and fourth round, your third and fourth round picks can be flipped. I think maybe even Calvin Ridley might do better, but I'm not saying that CD Lamb is not going to be a good wide receiver. I, I think he is, but I think you could have drafted him a little bit later, in my opinion. Maybe. But I, I, I think you would have made it to the four or five. Yeah. Um, that was your pick, right? Four or five. Uh, and I think it was mainly because of that QB run in the first that would have made him get there. Had we not had that crazy QB run, then you may have had to jump for him a little bit. That's my thoughts. I don't know. Maybe someone would have got him just to spite you. I mean, you know, that, that may happen. You never know. I still got him, and then I, I was surprised to, to turn around and get, get Ridley today. But I, I'll take it. So let's round out the uh, the second round here. So we had Francisco, uh, who is Ray Mercurio, <laughs> making another trade and getting his pick back at the what is that at the two nine math quest? Uh, can you pull that up? What the actual trade was? So he traded that away to get Saquon Barkley, and then he traded back to get Nick Chubb, and ended up now has at this point Kyler Murray. Saquon Barkley and Nick Chubb to start his uh, dynasty squad. He's the first person to have three players on his team after this trade. Yeah, I mean, like that's that's crazy because it just feels like I mean, you look at it on paper now, like it's just like wow, it's like a great team, but it's like brother Roz is just piling up on late round picks, so it's gonna be more top heavy for Cisco. But when it comes down to bye weeks and depth and injuries, like brother Roz might be the one that's going to have those extra spots. Like, I mean, everyone's going to fill their roster at 58, but it's like he's going to have one through 40 that are reliable guys where everyone else is going to be at like one through 35, you know? Makes a difference in the long term. Yeah, so um, that Brother Roz and um, Francisco trade was uh, Brother Roz received round 810, round 1804, round 404, a 22 first-round pick. And then uh, Francisco received round 903 and round 209. So a lot of that was really just was for that first round uh, pick. I mean, it was uh, four picks for two picks. So it's, it's definitely going to be – no one knows who wins the trade now because a lot of those picks are going to be well, – one of them is next year. But it's, um, it's, it's going to be a wait and see to see if – Brother Ross can hit on those late round picks, you know. It looks like Francisco did great now because, I mean, we haven't gotten to those rounds yet. But, I mean, Brother Ross could be easily looking like the best team in the league on from top to bottom once we get done with this thing. Well, and the thing that's crazy to me is, I mean, I guess there's a lot of people, that, you know, they're new to Dynasty and they don't realize that it's not just the first two rounds that actually, like, make a difference. You know, I mean, the top 100 guys in fantasy are all going to be great. You know, for Dynasty, there's just different levels to how good or great they're actually going to be. So just any picks that you can kind of acquire in the top 10 rounds, I mean, either way, that's only going to help your squad. Just just really thicken up where other people may not have the depth. Like you said, Corey, if one of your guys gets injured on a top-heavy team, it kind of screws you 
But if you got the depth to go around, sometimes I can carry you. And to round it out, we got Jay. Well, I like playing his song, so I'm always going to do it. <laughs> Love too cool. Uh, going Stefan Diggs, so third wide receiver off the board. Going Stefan Diggs. That one caught me a little bit by surprise. Not saying that Stefan Diggs doesn't, you know, belong there or anything. But a little bit older. It, well, that and. I, I, I guess that's a lot of it is just really he's a little bit older, but I've never really seen him go this high, you know, in a dynasty, a real dynasty. Mox, sure. But that's where he's valued at. He's going to be valued as a top wide receiver, a top five wide receiver this year, I feel. Um, I think a lot of that that pick went into just having the Allens dig stack. I feel like maybe if he had Kyler Murray or something, maybe he maybe he goes Hopkins. Let's just say somebody like Watson, okay? I was gonna know where he's gonna play next year, so it's like there's no like real like wide receiver where I'm gonna 100% grab this guy, you know. So, cause like me personally, like after Hill and Adams, like I personally put Metcalf as my wide receiver three. That's where and, I would have uh, gone if, if he was looking hope, for a receiver. I would have gone Metcalf, but for for me, like the order is Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, and then it's actually Travis Kelsey. Where I would have went was Travis Kelsey there. Um, I think he, especially with the um, the tight end premium in this league, uh, that's where I would have went. The only reason why I didn't go that way with Travis Kelsey for my pick, which I had the next pick, is because I needed a quarterback, and I wanted to get a quarterback with a solid floor. That's the only reason why I didn't make that pick. But I feel like the order for me, if you're going to compare them um, for in terms of being receivers, I think it's Devontae Adams. Uh, Tyreek Hill, and then Travis Kelsey. Damn, and that sucks, math quest, because, I mean, yeah, maybe if Tannehill is still on the board, maybe some of these guys, he goes in the third round. But it's like, while no other quarterback was taken, like maybe you could have gotten Kelsey and then snagged Tannehill in round three, at the end of I, round three. Instead. That would have been great. I would have really loved that. But it, it didn't pound out that way, so and so I just had to make the picks accordingly. I mean, like, I'm pissed because Hustler got his boy Kelsey. I was like, someone take him before before he gets it because this man's going to take advantage because those tight end premiums are there for the bottom feeders. They aren't there for Kelsey. So it just makes – Kelsey's already strong. So now you're just making him stronger for – he doesn't even need it. You know what I'm saying? Nah, he doesn't. I don't think so. We should do tight end premium for other Kelsey and Kittle and uh, not Kelsey or Kittle. Oh, oh. Me, um, no, I like Travis Kelsey. I think he's in a tier of his own. And then I think like the next tier is like Kelsey and Waller. Uh, but yeah, I think Kelsey's a beast. <clears throat> he's better than most wide receivers. I way prefer him over most wide receivers. Um, <laughs> Antonio said he forgot about the tight end. Wink and Willie, what up, bro? And uh, Corey, I, I forgot to tell you um, any. Let's not talk about anyone who's not, who's not been drafted. If we talk about lists or anything like that, just make sure we only stick to who's actually been drafted. Just a reminder yeah. for everybody. Um, and the last pick, before I talk about Kelsey, last pick in the second round was Josh Jacobs. Can't really go wrong there. And Vinny, at that point, then he had DeAndre Swift and Josh Jacobs. So he went running back heavy with his. Oh, shit. Look who's in the building. 
Dylan. <laughs> what up, bro? <laughs> Uh, running back heavy in round two. That's what I expected. Only three wide receivers, two QBs. Didn't expect Diggs. Um, not not going to lie. Didn't expect him to go there. And then Travis Kelsey. You guys already knew if I could get him with the 3-1, I was going to get him. He's worth it. He gets 100 receptions again That uh, compared to any wide receiver. That gets 100 receptions. He's going to have 50 more points. It's uh, – it's going to be a nice thing. It's really going to be a nice thing. I'm excited. Got the Mahomes Kelsey stack. Kelsey may be old, you know, 31 years old. He can easily play four or five more years in the best offense. That's how I felt with it. Number one weapon and the number one offense for a handful of years to come. I can't go wrong. Yeah, I, I think that um, you have a pretty good uh, competitive advantage here. To me, the, there's three players that are in their own tier. They're in like tier one all on their own. That's Christian McCaffrey, Patrick Mahomes, and Travis Kelsey. And you got two out of three. So you're doing really well. I'm stoked. And in our league, you don't have to start a tight end. So it's going to be one of those things to where a handful of tight ends are probably going to go. But a lot of those bottom feeder, like shitty tight ends, like they're not even going to be in this league. Like we don't even want guys like that being starters. Like we want this to stay competitive. So guys like Kelsey, guys like Kittle who were drafted later, we'll talk about him. They're going to give an advantage and it's going to make a difference. It really is. It's going to, it's going to swing some games. I can already see it happening. Then we got the second pick in the third round here, JK Dobbins, another guy. Second year in the league, we're expecting big things from him. I'm expecting big things from him. What What do you guys – you guys think Dobbins is going to take the step forward? Ravens kind of look like shit the first half of the season. <laughs> Second half of the season, they completely turned it on and looked like the team that we thought that they were going to be. What What do you guys think about Dobbins? Is he a, is he a buy? Is he a buy or a sell in your, in your opinion on where you'd have to draft him? Uh, for me – Dobbins, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't like him too much. I don't like right now any Baltimore running back just because I feel like Lamar Jackson's going to vulture touchdowns. He's going to take up some of those some of those runs. Um, but I mean, I think he's a great talent. But I guess just the situation is here that he's in. I don't like too much. I don't know. What do you What do you think, Hustler? I like Dobbins. I, I would say last year. I wasn't okay with the price that you had to pay to get him. Like last year you had to pay a higher price than what we're seeing right now. And I know that a couple people got dropped down because of the QBs, but he was like a second round pick in a lot of dynasty last year. And I wasn't like down with that price, but I think he's going to go in the third in a lot of leagues and I'd be okay with that. And I feel like Eric just had to jump a little bit to get the guy. And Oh yeah. And who's Eric? Eric is HBK. He's got a nice squad so far. At this point, Russell Wilson, Jonathan Taylor, and J.K. Dobbins. Not not a bad start. And the third yeah, I mean, like, one. Right. You want to talk about him at all? Oh, I was going to say, I mean, kind of piggybacking on what Math Quest said, I mean – Baltimore is always going to be a run first team. So he's going to be, he's a solid pickup. Like I probably wouldn't have taken him that spot maybe a little bit later in the third, just depending like 
what backs were left on the on the board at that point. Um, but I mean, not a bad pick by any means. I mean, we know Ingram's going to be gone, so it's just going to be a matter if Gus Edwards is going to be there or who other running backs. I mean, he's definitely not going to be a. He's definitely going to be a one A, but it's a matter of who his B is is, is what's going to happen. I mean, and Lamar's always going to take rushes away too, so that's always a always an issue. Cause, I mean, like Stu kind of mentioned before, like Watson runs. I mean, there's some Watson design plays, but look, no one has more design run plays than Lamar Jackson. So it's just like Dobbs is always lo- guaranteed to lose rushes on every drive. That's what it comes down to, and even like on, it always comes down to. I mean, Dobbins. I mean, is he? I don't really watch much games. I'm always working on Sundays. But is Dobbins like – he's not a ground-and-pound guy, like give it to you at the one on the goal line type of guy. Like Gus Weiser was the was the goal line back this past year, right? Right. Maybe he was. And maybe – well, Gus Edwards, yes, he was. Maybe things change a little bit this year. We, we don't know. Dobbins, though, he looked legit. Like, you know, the eyeball test, he passed it. Like, he's fast. He's elusive. He can catch it. He can run it. He's super talented. It's just a matter of is Baltimore going to change around what they've been doing, you know, to feed someone like him. All it does is free up Lamar Jackson. Like, literally, you get a guy like him going, all it does is free up Jackson for even more stuff. So that's what I think a lot – it's going to be Baltimore and if they're going to change up their scheme from what it has been for the past two years. Because it seems like it hasn't evolved really in the in the last few years. So, off of Baltimore, third pick in the in the third round, not a kicker. This is the one hundred and one draft pick, which uh, in the rookie draft, which we have no idea who he's planning on picking. It is a super flex league, so we all have an idea, but who knows? We haven't had a draft pick since. What, what do you guys think about that pick there? I mean, maybe a little bit, a little bit of reaches because I mean, you can just gauge it by there's no other kickers being taken. But I mean, maybe he knows something that we don't. But it's all a bunch of uncertainty because even if he's eyeing this one rookie or whatever, it's like he still has to fall into the right situation, you know. So maybe just kind of reach just in that aspect. But who knows what he's what he's thinking in that scenario. If this was a dynasty league where I, I I don't even know if anybody besides me had played in a dynasty league before this draft. I'm not 100%, but I think everybody in this draft is a little bit new to dynasty. If this was a draft of people who were not new to dynasty, I feel like that would have went a lot higher and we would have seen more draft picks by now taken. I like the way that this is forming out, but I just want to kind of put it out there for people who – maybe getting into dynasties a little bit later. That was probably late for the 101 in the rookie. And at this point in the draft, there would be more kickers taken. We shall see. I, I like the way that they're being valued right now because that's the way that I kind of value the rookie picks. I'm not I'm not going to take a rookie pick with my second round pick. So I was glad that we didn't see anybody do it. And then we got Cam Akers going. And who was that? That was uh oh, it was K Dog. John Cena making the trade. 
Math Quest, can you see what was the exact trade for him to move up to the three to the three four to get acres there? Yeah, the the trade was uh, K Dub received round three hundred four, round six hundred nine, and then uh, Malone he received uh, round three hundred seven and round five hundred seven. Okay, so it's kind of like what we saw in the previous one, where moved back a couple spots and then they moved up around. Right. Is yeah. That, that's yeah. That's basically what happened. Yeah. And then Malone only uh, the Rock. Who is this Rudy Pooh? Made that trade. Only had to move three picks back. I don't know if he got his guy, but only one wide only one wide receiver <coughs> in those picks, and he went with AJ Brown. So I'm assuming that it worked out for him. And then Antonio's ass. Taking Justin Jefferson. Love the pick. I, I love the pick. I can't lie. I got kind of mad when he when he took it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now Justin Jefferson. Yeah, now Justin Jefferson's exceptional. He had a great rookie season. He's he's young. Um he's got a you know, he's got a decent quarterback. So yeah, uh, I'm thinking good things ahead for Justin Jefferson. I think that's a good pick right there. Solid pick. And there we go. Dylan saying he got his guy. <laughs> oh, wait. Yeah. And Antonio requesting his. His Jeff Hardy intro for his Justin Jefferson pick. You deserve it, man. That was a good pick. Not going to lie. Not going to lie. And, there and this one I was surprised by. So not, not surprised by him taking him, but surprised that he went so far down. But Zeke. Zeke was the next one off the board. And he was Kid Flash. Okay, there we go. I mean, good pick. Can't really go wrong. He was someone who was drafted as a top five pick in most leagues last year. So you're just getting more fair value for him in the third. I don't. I. I did. I wouldn't make that pick, but someone would you. I'm glad he picked Zeke so I didn't have to wrestle with that. I, I love Zeke compared to Zeke Hoodie right now, but even with Dak Dak, if he stays healthy, he's gonna be he's gonna be Zeke. He's gonna be fine. But uh, his usage kind of worries me. We, we use him a hell of a lot or have used him a hell of a lot to this point. Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm worried about Zeke. I mean, even with Dak back, and even if they do improve their offensive line and give him some more space to run, I, he, last year I was watching him. He just didn't look as explosive to me, and he's getting a little bit older. And we already seen the regression last year where he was, he was fumbling a lot. Like I said, he didn't look as explosive. I don't know. I don't see why I should believe that an, an aging back is going to improve like the next season. For redraft, I'd be I'd be more tempted to take him for dynasty. I'm glad I didn't have to wrestle with my my fan strings, and he went before I went. And I, did I reach for CD? Yeah, but CD I'm gonna have for the next 
God knows how long, and and I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I'd rather have CD than than Zeke for for me anyway. We see running backs, they start dropping off after their fourth, fifth year in the league. And Zeke, he's already at that. And I know that there are guys who can eclipse that and keep going, you know, until they're close to 30. But I mean, shit doesn't happen on the Well, it was before I changed it. But And then, so Dylan said he got, he got his guy, A.J. Brown. There you go. And I like the pick. And went back to back wide receivers, AJ Brown, and then Stu took CD Lamb. We already talked about CD Lamb, so we don't have to give the Cowboys any more love. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, Stu. I'll be the one laughing this season, watching him score all over whoever I'm playing every week. <laughs> he's he's going to be good. I'm messing with him. I'm still waiting for someone to come on here and I can ask them their name just so I can use this drop. Like, uh, someone, <laughs> oh, you forgot to introduce yourself. Let, let's hear it. What is your name? It doesn't matter what your name is. <laughs> <laughs> I might piss someone off, though. And then another, another steal. I, I think he's a steal for where he got drafted. George Kittle. If it's me, obviously I'm taking Kelsey, and I, and I did do that. What, what are your guys' thoughts on Kittle? We know that he's a beast, and this is tight end premium, so he's definitely worth the draft pick. What do you guys think? Fair draft pick? Should he have gone sooner? Should he have gone later? 49ers, their offense. Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, I thought it was a, a fair draft pick. Um, he is a little bit injury prone, so that's always something to be concerned about. Um, yeah, the tight end premium is great. He, he is a very solid tight end. Um, I probably would have picked him if if it wasn't picked, but he was already picked by the time it came back to me. So I didn't I didn't end up getting him. And I Jay mean, said you Jay said you wouldn't have got him because he said he would have taken him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, I would have never got him then. But that's uh and see, and that's probably where I mean beginning of the third round. I mean, there was running backs out there who people wanted, but yeah, we get to the back half of that third round. He was probably one guy who everybody was hoping dropped an extra spot or two, and you guys were literally the next two. So, and then he took a tight end there. So I'm sure literally all three of you guys were hoping that it would be Kittle who landed on your squad. Yeah, and I mean, like I, I'm surprised that Kelsey and Kittle didn't go back to back because at least I, what I saw in the mock drafts is. As soon as Kelsey was gone, Kittle was gone right after. Cause it's like, okay, let me snatch up Kelsey, Kittle, and Waller, who are probably like the consensus top three. And their call went on. Maybe Waller like two picks after or something. But uh, that, that's kind of a little surprising that he fell, was at seven, seven picks back behind. You know, maybe, yeah. maybe he just slipped people's minds, you know. But I, I'd almost have them back to back in ADP. So that's a great spot for Kittle, you know. And I mean, I like him over a lot of receivers, you know. I mean, I know Kelsey's definitely above Kittle, but it's not like Kittle's that far behind by any regard. And who and who fucking got him? <laughs> so now he has four guys on his team. <laughs> Kyler Murray, Saquon Barkley, Nick Chubb, and George Kittle. Like, how the fuck did we let this happen? <laughs> Solid is top heavy. It's top heavy. 
Efren, what up, bro? You made it. What's going down? And oh shit, Antonio said on the clock. I'll be right back. We just saw a pick go down. We just saw James Robinson get picked. And it is starting to get to slim pickings right now. That's for sure. And it's funny. We're only in the fourth round. And it's like the guys who are like the for sure guys, you know, have already gone. And all these running backs, like, they're all questionable in all of our eyes. It's, uh, it's crazy. So after Kittle, we got Jay Rikishi. Taking DK. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Love, love the pick. Last year, DK got was so hyped in the beginning of the season that everyone was saying, like, he's the undoubted number one in Dynasty, like, everywhere just because of that first, like, eight games or whatever it was when he went on that crazy tear. Now he's still, he's still going to be flirting with top five, top eight, just depends on your league. But you know, what do you guys think about DK? Crazy overhyped beginning of the season dropped off second half of the season what do, what do you guys think from 2021 Corey? let's hear it man that is probably the best pick of the third round in my opinion behind kelsey like i i'm just so high on dk like i think he's gonna be awesome just because i mean i love russell wilson so it's like yeah. you know like that's russell wilson's boy so you know dk is gonna be awesome that's a great pick i like him over some of the receivers that were taken before him like Un undoubtedly like great great pick that's all i gotta say See yeah he's a, yeah he's a physically gifted specimen man um honestly how i have it ranked for wide receivers <coughs> is Devonte adams tyreek hill dk metcalf um i thought it was a steal right there um i really wanted him that's who i was planning to pick and then um i got sniped again and so i ended up having to go with d-hop I don't know if it was even the best decision, but I just really wanted a wide receiver, an elite wide receiver. So that's why I went with D-Hop, but I really wanted DK Metcalf, though. Can Yo, you imagine? Wait, Hustler, hold on, man. I see Xavier's comment. I just looked it up. Vincent Jackson just passed away right now, man. Oh, man. RIP. What? Dang it. That's rough. Found dead in a hotel room. Uh, reported 20 minutes ago. Damn. Charger for a long, long time. Then he ended up going to the Bucks. They they never got him any help in San Diego. Like it was stupid for the Chargers for the longest time. Like they just relied on Vincent Jackson and everything. Didn't get him any wide receiver help. That was, Chargers were the shit too. And they had a really, really solid squad. And they were flirting with uh they, they were flirting with being more than just a one and done playoff team and Damn, R.I.P. Fuck that. Uh, that sucks. Got a got a smoke one for Vincent Jackson right now. That one's uh, that one's rough. Damn it. Corey, do we know what happened? 
Uh, it's based. I mean, I can focus on the articles, but uh, just from the reports, it's just saying he was found dead. Uh, no report, at least from what I see, about the what happened if it was something, whatever. Remember when Vincent Jackson and Mike Evans were on the same team? That was a crazy wide receiver combo. That was nuts. Oh, shit. Antonio, you That's bastard. <laughs> you're, you're Russell Wilson, Dad. And I can't knock you against that guy. But the way you love DK is kind of the way I love CD for, for that shit. That CD is the the Dallas Cowboys D hop for the rest of the next ten years if he stays healthy. Completely agree. D hop, can you imagine him with a full off season with Kyler? Like, how, how long was he actually there? He wasn't there that long, right before the season started, or what? I can't even remember when he was drafted. Now it was so long ago. But I love D hop too. I just had to have CD there. I, I'd be sick in my stomach. I don't. I, who's if he went before me and I lost out on Dak, Duke, and CD, I'd just be fucking. You had to get your homer pick. We know. We know. <laughs> it's all good. We know. You would have had to take Andy Dalton, man. He's like, ah, oh, I gotta get a cowboy here. <laughs> I hope the Broncos sign his ass, and we'll take whatever compensatory, whatever the fuck you call it. Compensatory pick we can get for him. Fuck out of here, Dalton. <laughs> oh. Okay. I'd and rather Hustler I... get in shape and come play quarterback than Dalton hit the field for my Cowboys again. <laughs> you know it. Man, these picks are flying off the board right now. I like it. I like it. Let's talk about the last pick in the third round, then we'll talk about some of these picks that just went <laughs> off. But this one was Vinny. Last pick in the third round. <laughs> Uh, I was caught by surprise. I look at this, and this is how I felt. I didn't. <laughs> I, I don't like it. I wasn't expecting that, especially with golf coming to town. Golf's never really been a guy to feed his his tight ends, and Hawkinson is he's definitely one of the better guys on that team as far as their weapons go. I, I I felt like that was a little bit of a reach. Yeah, I think he's like, to me, like tier ones, Kelsey, tier twos, Waller and Kittle. And then TJ Hawkins is at tier three, but the gap is pretty far, I think, between tier two and tier three. Um, so I, I, I don't really like it. I really don't like it. Tight end premium. I mean, that's the only thing that we can say <laughs> for it. So he is going to score more than some random wide receivers, but I. I I feel like there's still wide receivers that I would have taken over him who I feel like would still outscore him. But he's not old. He's still he's still youngish. I think it was a reach, though. Completely agree. Oh, there was Jay. Shouting out HBK. Said he's a freaking legend. Gotta get some. Gotta get a sweet chin music right now. <laughs> Hell yeah, he ain't playing. <laughs> what Xavier said at this point, I wouldn't rule out the Broncos. I'm bringing back Peyton Manning on how crazy the QB market is, right? 
Adam Schefter said that there's <clears> going to be well, he said if there could be an over-under for like quarterback changes, he would put that at 17. And he said that he would take the over. So it's gonna be one of the craziest off seasons that we've ever seen. It's gonna be it's either gonna be great or it's gonna be real shitty. I, I think it's gonna be great for fantasy. Might be shitty for some some people's actual squads though. It might be shitty for some some dynasty too, because um I mean obviously it's just the quarterbacks that we're talking about here. So um you draft these guys and then they go to a different situation and now it's like, oh, did I overpay for this guy because now he's not in the good situation I thought he was gonna be in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I hope Watson gets traded to Oakland or maybe San Francisco. I'd be happy. Throwing to Waller or throwing to Ayuk and Kittle. Yes, please. Thank you. Well, as, a, as a Raiders as a Raiders fan, I'd, I'd love to have Watson. <laughs> Jeff, what up, bro? 420 crew in the building. Okay, Watson. I fucking hope that he gets out of the he gets out of Houston. They better not play hardball with him. Just let him go, rebuild, get rid of the contract. I've no, where is he gonna go? Where is he gonna go? It'd be funny if they tried to ship him to the Jets. You might like if they're willing to win the picks. They're, they're ready to win now. They just need a fucking quarterback. Jimmy G sucks. They got Ayuk. They got Evo. They got Kittle. They got that defense with Watson. That'd definitely be one of the smartest picks. They should be a front runner. I, I saw something today that they said that they're sticking with Jimmy G. Yeah, right. I, I don't know. That's, that's <laughs> coach speak of February, right? See, I feel like Houston, see, it's a great landing spot for Watson, but I don't think it's a great trade for Houston. I feel like the Jets or whoever could offer him, offer the Texans a better a better package, you know. And plus, like, if the Jets, you get Donald plus a pick, but with San Francisco, you get no way in hell they want Garoppolo in that contract. So it's like, just give us the picks, you know, and then it's like, okay, now we're paying for two quarterbacks with max contracts, you know. And he wants to go up to New York where Harden is now. Plus, he likes the coach that hired up in New York. And their team isn't that bad. I mean, the QB play was what made it horrible. You know, Darnold just freaking sucks. <laughs> a waste of a third overall pick. defense isn't that bad. We saw them shut down teams like the Seahawks, the Rams. I think they shut them down too. Both playoff teams, you know. So, I mean, their defense isn't bad. And they had guys like C.J. Mosley who opted out for the season. We'll see if they re-sign Marcus May. That's going to be a big thing. But they got a lot of young wide re- wide receivers too. So I don't know. I, I don't think it's the worst move in the world. And the Jets got the number two pick in the draft. That's going to go for the room to turn that team around. Up in New York, that'd be nuts. And that seems like something that you want to do. I mean, you really like make a name for yourself doing something like that. Like Jets haven't won since since Broadway Joe. <laughs> right. So could you imagine anybody going up there? And they were good in the 2000s when they had Rex Ryan. They made it to the like conference, um, the, the conference finals and lost or whatever. But 
couldn't get over that. How happy our boy Antonio would be if they got if they sent Darnold and some picks for fucking Watson back to New York. He'd shit himself. (laughs) (laughs) All right, now we had another trade. Just out of nowhere, we didn't even see him. Swoop in on the 4-1 to go up and draft Darren Waller, who I would assume would be the consensus top three. So I bet he feels like he got a steal getting him at the fourth tight end off the board. What did that trade entail for K-Dub to jump up? So Vinny got round 12.06, round 15.07, round 6.06, round 8.06, and then K-Dub received that 401 spot. Oh, and, yeah, nah, yeah. I mean, I think Darren Waller should have went before T.J. Hawkinson. Um, I, I think that he's got he's a deep threat. Um, he gets a lot of targets. This is two two points for reception. Um, I mean, he's the main receiver in Oakland because you know I'm a I'm a Raider fan, so I I see all these games. So I definitely think Darren Waller over T.J. Hawkinson. That's for sure. I think he's the number three tight end on almost everybody's list. I don't know. Except Vinny's. Except Vinny. (laughs) And Jay said, sniped again. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Man, they weren't letting you have a tight end, bro. They weren't letting it happen. (laughs) You got DK, though. You got DK. And the next three picks in a row, I, I guess I've seen them a little bit all over the board. I'm not surprised that they went where they did to start the fourth round, but we got Austin Eckler, Quest, and then Antonio Gibson, and then Aaron Jones, um, next three picks in the fourth round. Uh, Talk about Austin Eckler and just in general. Oh, yeah, I think all these these three picks, I I agree with all of them. Um, These are guys that I would have picked up. Personally here, I like Antonio Gibson the best out of these guys, Uh, but I – I mean, I really can't dispute these picks right here and, and the order that they went in. And you know what? I totally forgot. Um, I I wasn't even looking. Jay, he swooped on that pick, so you traded that pick away. And freaking Jay swooping in, getting back-to-back picks in the fourth round. Out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> So he can get the full, he can get the full one on that. So he went back to back with Eckler and Gibson, made his team look pretty solid at that point. So that was probably him at that point having five picks in the fourth round. Uh, and what did that trade entail for you guys? So I got round fourteen oh three, round five ten, round eight oh three, and a 2022 second round, and then he received the. 402 and round 11 So I got a couple extra picks um, in the fifth round and in the eighth round. Um, the reason why I kind of did that, I wasn't really too sure where to go. I wasn't sure if I should go maybe another quarterback or running back. And so what, what's, what's going to happen is if you look in the fifth round, I'm going to have two picks in a row. So I'm going to be able to accept how everyone else picked and then take two picks in a row. And so – that's why I ended up 
accepting that offer. Yep. You dropped one and got a couple extra picks. And I think in the beginning, I forget who said it, but someone was like, damn, we let Alex get the first three picks in each of the rounds. Like his team's going to be stacked. And yeah, after I took Kelsey, my team was stacked compared to everybody. Literally one one round later, you know, at the end of the fourth, my next pick is the 5-1, still a couple picks away. It just seems like my team, even though I'm top-heavy, isn't shit compared to some of these teams that made, you know, trades. And now they got like five players on their team through round four. So it's going to be crazy on how these teams actually shape out once we start getting to the later rounds. I'm excited. And if you look on the draft board, there's a lot of people who made trades in, I mean, the next round, only half the people have their picks trades in the next round that we got coming up. <laughs> and then Stu, here we go. Calvin Ridley. Let's talk about it. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Sorry. No, no, no. Hold on. Antonio. He said, how was his trade? Coming in and fucking swooping on Aaron Jones. Nice, out of nowhere, and I know Antonio, and he didn't have to give up his fourth in this one. So I, I'm I'm excited to see what the trade was actually for. Uh, MathQuest, can you read it off? What yeah, this is Antonio with Brother Roz, right? That was the trade between them, right? Uh, Francisco. Well, oh, I think Francisco traded that away to Brother Roz, though, mm. if I'm not mistaken. The only thing I see here – with Antonio's Antonio and brother Roz. That's the only one. So brother Roz, that was a part of his, one of his trades earlier where Francisco traded that pick away to him. So yeah, that, that's the right trade. It was for pick four. Yeah. Uh, okay. Four. So that's round. So Antonio got round 10, 10 round 1303 fourth round in 2022 pick around uh, four, four. And then uh, brother Roz received, Round 1608, round 1905, round 505, round 808, and the 2022 second round. So I think that's the second trade where Brother Roz got a future pick. So I think now he has an extra future first and an extra future second. So he's loading up early uh, on next year. Mm. So at least he's committing to – and that's one thing that I said with people who are new to Dynasty. You just got to think about what you want to do. If you're going to commit to going top heavy, commit to going top heavy. You know, don't don't go top heavy with your first trade and then, you know, try to trade down with your next trade or whatever. Just commit to whatever you're doing because it's going to make your team come out better for whatever, you know, way you're trying to take it. And then now we got Stu who ended up making a trade and going back-to-back -back pick on here just out of nowhere, out of nowhere. Calvin Ridley and then Jalen Hurts. So let's talk about it, and then let's talk about the trade also after you uh, brag about getting Calvin Ridley to team up with C.D. Lamb. I, I don't have to brag about getting Calvin Ridley. He's Calvin Ridley. I, I know y'all are looking at C.D. Lamb and Calvin Ridley right there, and probably most of y'all would have Calvin Ridley where C.D. is, and then maybe C.D. where, where I got Calvin. I had to get CD. We already been there, done that, talked about that. When when Calvin Ridley got to me where he was, I mean, how could I not take him? But last night, I actually tried to trade for that TJ Hawkinson pick. I uh, got denied so that Vinny could draft TJ Hawkinson. 
Okay. <laughs> so I wound up in a, a little bit better position, I think. Last year in my in the United Way League that I ran for my friend that works for the United Way, we won the championship with Deshaun Watson at our as our quarterback. And in my money league, I benched Lamar Jackson and Ryan Tannehill for Jalen Hurts in my championship in that league. Uh, I, I hate that he's in Philly, but I, I love Jalen's game. And with this two court, my my biggest thing in this draft that's kind of had me thrown off is is the two quarterback and how to value it. But after Jalen, unless you believe in Tua, there's not a whole lot unless you're planning on trying to get one of the one of the quarterbacks in the rookie draft. After Jalen, there's a big drop off to me uh, at the quarterback position. So came up and got him. Told Francisco to throw me something he felt comfortable with. I accepted what he sent, and here we are. And as of right now, you and I are the only ones who have a QB who have a QB duo. You know, our super flex is filled already. I like mine a little bit better than yours, but mine also isn't going to last as long as yours because Aaron Rodgers isn't going to last as long as Jalen Hurts. I mean, assuming Jalen Hurts is a franchise quarterback. You, you, what do you guys think, uh, Corey? Let, let's hear your thoughts about Jalen Hurts. Do you think he's a franchise quarterback? Do you think that he's going to be a guy that's going to be on the Eagles for? I mean, a franchise guy to me is really someone who's there six years plus, because pretty much everybody gets a first, you know, their four years or whatever. I think you got to make it through at least six years to be considered a franchise guy in my eye. Yeah, I don't see him doing anything spectacular like. He's not taking him to the playoffs or anything like that. Like, like at best, they're the third best team in that division behind uh, Dallas and Washington. So, I mean, he's a competent quarterback for sure. Like, I take him over a lot of the backups in this league, you know. Like, but he's not spectacular. Like, I think they made a mistake choosing him over Wentz, but. That's just me. I'm not a huge Jalen Hurts guy. He he didn't impress me in college, you know. Like I know Oklahoma, he put up stats and was in the finalist for the Heisman or whatever. But I don't know. He just he ne- he never amazed me ever, even in college. I I disagree. Um, I I like Jalen Hurts. I like the pick. The man has wheels. Um, he could run. I I I like the upside of Jalen Hurts. Um, I. I think that, yeah, as a passer, he's not the most accurate passer. But can he work on and get better at it? He's a young guy. I believe he can. Um, I, I think that – I think the Eagles are done with Carson Wentz. I think he's going somewhere. They might, um, in the first round, draft another quarterback, maybe. But I, I kind of doubt it, though. I, I I like this pick because of the upside. I think if um, – Stu, I think if he's right on this – I think it gives them a huge competitive advantage getting Jalen Hurts right there because if you look at all the other quarterbacks, they don't have the same kind of upside that Jalen Hurts has. So I like the pick. I, in in fact, at the 402, what I couldn't make up my mind about is that is should I get Jalen Hurts or should I get Antonio Gibson? And that's why I ended up actually trading that um that pick away. Um, so Stu has more higher risk tolerance than me because there's a lot of there's some there's a lot of risk in the Jalen Hurts pick but I like it though I'm also a Cowboys fan I spend all day every day listening to Dallas Cowboys content creators and because there's so many Philadelphia Eagle fuck evil fucking trolls out there there's actually 
some Eagles content creators that I follow and I like, they're done with Wentz out there. I, I think he'll be an indie personally, but wherever he goes, they're done with Wentz out there. And if you actually watch the games like I did last year, because being in the NFC East, I try to catch as much as I can. Uh, yeah, Hurts has, has some things he's got to work on, but he's got those wheels. He's got the arm talent. And he's got he's got the hit factor that that locker room and that team rallies behind and, and came alive for at the end of the year last year. He's still young. Uh, he's got a new coaching staff going on now. They're done with Wentz. Kid's going to take the reins. It's going to be great for me playing him and Watson for God knows how long. Carson Wentz pretty much got ruined by their coaching staff and by him getting hurt a couple times. Obviously, their coaching staff wasn't worth a shit. You know, I mean, I, I know that they won a Super Bowl, but they also showed that they weren't going to change anything either, no matter what happened, because they kept the same. I mean, Alshon Jeffrey and Deshaun Jackson were their two starting wide receivers. Like, they haven't changed shit over the last handful of years. You know, like, that. that's a lot of the issue, too. So, Carson Wentz just got a bad shake of it. He still has a Super Bowl ring, whether he played in the Super Bowl or not. I'm super curious to see where he does end up. Yeah, I don't think it's with the Eagles. I give Wentz a lot of shit, but I think if he winds up somewhere like Indy, changes scenery and, and gets his head right, I think Wentz, Wentz would be great in a place like Indy with that defense if he can get his head. His problem is between the ears. It's not his, it's not his physical talent. It's just between his fucking ears. It's fucked. Yeah. And then we actually had three live picks while we were here. So the first pick that went off the board – James Robinson went to Kid Flash. Mankind's representing his squad. I like the pick. I'm I'm actually surprised that he went as low as he did because I've seen him go higher than some of the other like second year second year running backs that we've seen go in front of him. Uh, math quest. What what do you think about that pick? Was he someone else who was amongst your mix that you're potentially thinking about? Oh yeah. Um, all the picks that have come in live, I, I like all of them. Uh, yeah, I think James Robinson. He's a young guy. He's a great running back. I, I definitely agree with that pick. Um, yeah. Go ahead, Corey. Oh, I mean the James Robinson pick is good. I mean maybe. I mean honestly, I'm not as high on Robinson as most people just because I feel like. The Jacksonville situation still scares me, even though they have Irvin Meyer and whatever. Like they're maybe gonna get Lawrence, whatever the plan is. But I don't know. Like there, there's just some guys that, like even Miles Sanders, right there. Like I, I would have rather had Miles Sanders, in in my opinion. But that's just me. Like Robinson's good. I just, I just don't know how much I buy into one year of of production for me. But it's not a bad pick by any means. But there are other guys on the board I like more than Robinson. For where he got him, I like it. I don't know if I would have went with Miles Sanders over James Robinson. I think I might have leaned James Robinson just because of who's left here. But I hate the Jacksonville situation, so I mean, we're, we're right there. Uh, same, Corey, because now they got four on James Robinson. So we, we shall see. A lot's going to be about the new coaching staff and how they're going to get this offense going. I think being a guy who was undrafted, even though he did really, really well in the eyes of fans, you know, it's not like he lit the NFL on fire or anything. Like, I don't think he's someone that any 
coaching regime wouldn't move on from in, in a year or two if he wasn't exceeding expectations. So I think he's got to come back really, really good, or he's going to be probably on a short leash. And it, it kind of sucks, but that's what happens when you got new coaching regimes come in. I mean, what you got to remember, too, is that he was getting every carry in that Jacksonville backfield. So it would not surprise me at all if they were to draft another running back or sign somebody just so you don't want your rookie back to just, you know, being four. I mean, obviously, like, he's going to be the 1A, whoever goes there or whatever. But it's like you obviously don't want your future rookie running back or young running back to – risk injury taking everything I mean, look what happened to Barkley or whatever so that's just uh that's just my opinion too so I think his production is going to be his at least his usage is going to be a little bit down compared to this year yep brother Roz in the building Undertaker in the building as Rikishi can either pay big or I'm going to give you all my tip. where you at hey I don't mean to fuck up the flow of things but I'm high as hell have y'all really thought about how bad it is to be Carson Wentz Dude gets hurt. Nick Foles wins the fucking Super Bowl MVP. They put a statue of Nick Foles out of <laughs> the fucking stadium. And now, <laughs> now they, draft a, they draft my guy, Jalen Hurts, in the second round. Why are you still getting paid $39 million? Your ass gets benched at the end of the year. Nobody wants to give a first-round draft pick for you. And your locker room fucking hates you. <laughs> I don't even know why they drafted Jalen Hurts so high because – like, like you said, they already paid Wentz, you know, like Rogers, I understand them dra- drafting love because Rogers is 35, 36 years old. Like Wentz is 26. Like, what the hell are you doing? Like, do you not trust the man you just gave $30 million to? Like, it doesn't make any sense. If, if he does get in a good situation, I, I'm, I'm not an asshole. I hope he can put it together and, and be successful. But for right now in Philly, even Wentz is <laughs> out of there. He can't get out of there fast enough. He's done. Yep. But I'm gonna I'm gonna get out of here, guys. I gotta get here to work pretty soon. Start getting ready. So um, pleasure being on here, guys. Uh, I'll watch the rest of this on on uh, recap later. All right. Thanks for having me on, Hustler. Catch you later. Peace out. All right, peace, Corey. And we're just about wrapped, anyways. We're getting right to the end here. And then Antonio, oh man, you bastard. Michael Thomas <laughs> with the four eight. No, it is four eight. Yeah, I was. I'm surprised that he kept falling and falling and falling. How the mighty have fallen last year. I mean, the lowest I saw him go was maybe like eighth, seventh. You know, maybe in a dynasty league, but first round unanimous. I know that the scoring changed things. You know, made it a little bit different in this draft, but. What, what do you think about that? Michael Thomas dropping all the way down to four eight. It's crazy, and and I love Michael Thomas. I think he's going to rebound this upcoming year. Um, I'm hoping. I, I think that Winston's going to win that job. Um, and I think they're going to have a good connection. Michael Thomas, he's a target monster. I like him a little less if Taysom Hill does become the quarterback. But yeah, I think I think it's a great it's a great pick. Even with Taysom Hill being the quarterback. Um, he's still gonna throw to him. He's a great, he's a great talent. So yeah, definitely. I, I think it's a great pick, and I'm glad my boy Antonio got a a stud wide receiver. He wanted to come up in my slot, so did a few other people for Ridley, and I I couldn't pass Ridley up. Good on you, Antonio. I love that pick. 
I love Michael Thomas. Let, let's not be boohooing for Antonio's wide receivers when he <laughs> takes Justin Jefferson as his first wide receiver. He already That's got a stud. Right. Now he's got two studs. He's got a, a future stud in Justin Jefferson and someone who – I was talking with him earlier. I, t- I told him I was – if he hadn't taken Justin – Justin Jefferson, I probably I would have to go and probably Justin Jefferson instead of CD. So I'm glad, kind of like Zeke, I'm glad he was off the board and I just went with my guy. Yeah, he's got a good balance. If you look, he's got Joe Burrow, a lot of youth. Derrick Henry, a little bit older. Justin Jefferson, again, more youth. Michael Thomas, a little bit older. I like him. Looking good. And he swooped on Aaron Jones. So he also has Aaron Jones. Oh, I forgot about that, yeah. This motherfucker out of nowhere. <laughs> Don't I, underestimate Antonio, man. And trying to play it coy, like, oh, I don't know how to value draft picks or anything. Like, oh, no one's going to trade with me. And then, damn, swoops on a fourth rounder and has a really solid really solid squad, you know, at this point. Five, five people on his team uh, before the end of round four. Yep. Okay. And we'll see if. We'll see if Brother Roz is going to pick right now. I know he's been going back and forth, and I think uh, Rikishi is trying to uh, wheel and deal that trade away. We shall see. I'm and then it's 420 on the dot, and I don't have a bowl prepared. Oh man, let's get it. And then we'll talk about. Uh, and then we'll talk about the Rocks pick next. Yeah, let's smoke. Let's smoke this bowl. And Miles Sanders, someone who was probably valued about the same. I, I feel last year, I, I, he probably went a little higher in some leagues than he did right now. But I feel like he was probably a third round like guy last year in dynasty. What, what do you think about this uh, math quest? What do you think about Miles Sanders at the four nine? Yeah, I think it makes sense. I think it makes perfect sense. Um, I'm a little worried. I mean, he didn't do as good last year. One thing I didn't like, they weren't really using him in the passing game. And uh, that would have really helped out. That would have increased his value by a lot with the two-point per reception um, scoring system that we're utilizing in this league. Um, but, yeah, I, I, he's a young quarter – he's a young running back and um, – yeah, I think I think he's pretty he's pretty good. I think it's a solid pick. Hell yeah. Once we get past the first like 10 guys, it almost seems like everybody's a crap dude. Like that that's just how it feels to me. Especially in running backs. And they're only gonna last a, a small amount of time. So T Dazzy, what up, bro? What's going down? Getting some smoking going on. And oh shit, Jay took the offer. Okay, hold on. Don't get this pending on the trade. So trades don't just happen 100%. Like I have to go in and I have to accept the trade for like push it through as the commissioner. Is there a criteria for when you would decline it or reject a trade? It's got to be super, super lopsided. Like, it has to be something where I'm like, damn, like, there needs to be some, there was probably some money exchanged, like, on this type of trade. You know, it has mm. to be so lopsided that I would, that I would question it. Yeah, it's tough being league manager in that kind of a scenario, but it, it's pretty easy to tell when someone's, you know, when it comes to that lopsided. 
Just don't do it. We got a good, we got a nice group of guys here, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to the league. Yeah. Thank you for creating it, Hustler. This is awesome. You've really, honestly, this, you've enhanced my fantasy football experience a lot. <laughs> Hell yeah. That, and that's my whole goal. Like, I know that a lot of people, you know, create leagues, but I feel like a league, a league being created now is happening like millions of times, you know, and just, just here in America, let alone the world. So we got to do something to like set it apart from, from the normal league. So that's what I'm trying to do. And so here, just to recap this trade right before I hit process, it is the dead man. He's receiving a sixth round, a ninth round, 16th round, a 28th round, a 35th round, and a 20 and, and another first round in 2022. So Brother Raz just stacking up those future picks, and it's being the fourth round being traded away. So Rikishi coming through and getting the trade done. Fourth rounder, 15th rounder, and an 18th rounder. That's what he's getting. So one, two, three, four, five, six for three. Six for three. So a lot of emphasis here on this pick. So it is going to be a doozy. And hopefully it's coming in right now. I just processed the trade. Y'all is cold as fuck here. I just want to say that. That sucks. How cold, how cold is it? it? When I woke up this morning, it was seven degrees. My fucking pool has ice all over it. I posted Woo. a video in the Hustler chat. My pool is frozen over with snow on top of it. I'm in Texas, man. Shit ain't supposed to happen in Texas. <laughs> what the fuck? The pick is in. Oh, shit, it's cold. Terry McLaurin. And what wide receiver was that off the board? That was a nice pick. Yeah, 11th, it is. 11th wide receiver off the board. So I feel like we, we've already crossed the – let me see. How many running backs do we have drafted? Seventeen. Seventeen running backs drafted. Um, and I don't have one yet. <laughs> Uh, not looking good. Um, and we got 11 wide receivers drafted. And how many QBs? 12 QBs, four tight ends, and one draft pick. There we go. It is moving. And Brother Roz said he sniped Antonio's offer. Antonio just got the stink face from Rikishi. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Antonio, you've got stink faced. Oh, man. This league's been so super fun so far. We're only four rounds in. You know, like we're, our fourth round is about to be completed. I don't know if Eric's going to pick right now, but I, I'm hyped. Um, Thanks for thanks for joining, guys. I'm I'm excited. This is the first of many that I'm going to be starting this year. That is for sure. Yeah, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun. So we're gonna get one more bowl smoking. Stu, you gonna pack it up? Get one more bowl smoking. Oh, oh, this I'm actually gotta cut out of here. I gotta <laughs> I gotta go run and eat. All right, sounds good, bud. Well, I'm gonna smoke one more bowl. I appreciate hanging out with you guys. I appreciate yeah, for sure. I'm looking forward to this year.
Hell yeah. We're going to do some more recaps. So we're going to get some more people on. Come on here, talk some shit about their picks. Antonio, come on, talk shit to Rikishi. Just, just faced him and stole the pick. Who knows if that's even who he wanted. I might be willing. Uh, my 5-1 might be for sale. It just depends. You guys better come with some heat because I need it. Only having uh, three guys on my team right now. But I see there's a lot of people with a lot of extra picks coming in the fifth round. So if someone's trying to move up, make, make me an offer that I can't refuse. All right, guys. I'm out of here. All right, Stu. Peace out, bro. Xavier said, this looks like so much fun. It is super fun. The one thing that's not fun is uh, it's an unlimited clock. So this draft has lasted. Uh, we started on Thursday. So, well, yeah, it started on Thursday. So we've been going for a while. We have been going for a while. Antonio said three more days. <laughs> this shit's going to be going longer in three more days. Yeah. This is going to take a while. Um, yeah, you definitely have to get acclimated to this because this is way different than redraft leagues where the picks are coming in every, you know, four or five minutes. But I, I'm kind of – I'm starting to like it, though. It's like it, – it feels like I'm drafting, like, every day. It's like, well, why, why I am, literally. So it's like, oh, hey, uh, drafts today. It's like you keep drafting. So it, it's actually kind of fun like this. You're just spreading out the fun over more days. That's how I'm viewing it now. Yeah, and I mean, the one thing that I, I like throwing in these little wrinkles, like, you know, making it a WWF league, because we had, so we've had like four drafts, because like we did our, we did our derby draft where we pick our order, you mm. know, we picked our draft order for the draft, and then we picked our wrestlers, you know, that was another draft, and now we're having our draft here, and then we still have our rookie draft, so before the season even starts, we're going to have like four separate drafts that we've done. Yeah, it's it's sick. Yeah, definitely. It's very creative. The whole wrestling concept, the wrestling bout concept. Um, you have IDP versus having your you know your defenses. Which yeah, I agree with you guys. Yeah, it's that's not as fun. Um, IDP is way better, <laughs> and it's it's crazy because I didn't even, like I told you before. I didn't even know about that before I found your channel about IDP. <laughs> And I, I hope it catches. I hope it, you know, has get some traction. IDP. I think it will. I mean, one thing that I'm doing is I'm starting a bunch of leagues this year, as you know, and you're already in the the first one of 2021. You know that I'm starting. So, congrats, because there's probably I I feel like I'm probably gonna start maybe like 10 or 15 dynasties and easily 40 or 50 uh, redraft leagues, and then probably like. 20 to 30 like best ball leagues. So I, I'm probably going to create when it's all said and done, maybe like a hundred leagues in 2021 and every league other than the best ball leagues will probably have IDP. Like I'm going to make sure to get as many people as I can into it. My goal was to get 100 new people into IDP. And I think that the goal was too low because just in this first league, it was 10 or 11 who've never played in IDP before. Yeah, well, definitely. I like it. And thanks for being open to it because there's so many people who aren't open to doing stuff like this and getting in new styles of leagues. But we got to get out of the default style of leagues because these leagues are way more fun than anything like that. And it's not it's not rocket science. It's pretty easy. 
Yeah, I've I've been in real bland leagues. To be honest with you, <laughs> we use standard scoring, one quarterback, just a team defense, all that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, this is this is way more fun for sure. I, I had fun doing that, so yeah, this definitely this is a big upgrade. Oh yeah, for sure. And it, it takes it takes knowing people to get into leagues like this. And it, before I was doing stuff on social media, I wouldn't even be able to do leagues like this because none of my friends would want to join like stuff like this. So social media has been great. That's how I've been starting a bunch of leagues and now doing the YouTube stuff. Like it's freaking awesome. Super stoked. Okay, and Antonio said the PS5 in three days. Yes, PS5 <laughs> is in the mail. The big winner, oh man, oh man, the big winner. And now I'm jealous because I don't even have a PS5 yet. Antonio got it. He deserved it. He bought the most raffle tickets, that's for sure. All right. Well, I'm fucking stoked. I don't think Eric's going to make his pick now, so I think it's a good time to sign off. Uh, thanks for jumping on, bro, and uh, you're more than welcome to come on. We're going to be doing – a lot more recaps, you know, maybe like once a week or so, just while things are kind of boring and there's nothing really to do other than these startup drafts. So, yeah, anything to keep everybody engaged. That's what I want to do too is make the leagues like super engaging, get a platform where we can all talk shit to each other, you know, um, during the season. Now it's going to be fun. It's going to be good stuff. All right. Sounds good. So we will see everybody later. Peace out. Are you ready, Jerry? I'm ready. I just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Show me the money. Oh, you didn't know? Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Every day I'm hustling. You put my shoes on, you wouldn't last a mile. smoke that joint say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill